Section twenty eight of Library of the World's Best Mystery and Detective Stories, Volume six. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Mullane. Library of the World's Best Mystery and Detective Stories, Volume six. By Julian Hawthorne, Editor. Section twenty eight. THE BRAHMAN WHO LOST HIS TREASURE FROM THE SANSKRIT There is a city named Srivasti, and in it there lived in old time a king of the name of Prasenajit, and one day a strange Brahman arrived in that city. A merchant, thinking he was virtuous because he lived on rice in the husk, provided him a lodging there in the house of a Brahman. There he was loaded by him every day with presents of unhusked rice and other gifts and gradually by other great merchants also who came to hear his story. In this way the miserly fellow gradually accumulated a thousand dinars, and, going to the forest, he dug a hole and buried it in the ground, and he went every day and examined the spot. One day he saw that the hole in which he had hidden his gold had been reopened, and that all the gold had gone. When he saw that hole empty, his soul was smitten, and not only was there a void in his heart, but the whole universe seemed to him to be void also. And then he came crying to the Brahman in whose house he lived, and when questioned, he told him his whole story, and he made up his mind to go to a holy bathing place and starve himself to death. Then the merchant who supplied him with food, hearing of it, came there with others and said to him, Brahman, why do you long to die for the loss of your wealth? Wealth, like an unseasonable cloud, suddenly comes and goes. Though plied by him with these and similar arguments, he would not abandon his fixed determination to commit suicide, for wealth is dearer to the miser than life itself. But when the Brahman was going to the holy place to commit suicide, the king Prasenajit himself, having heard of it, came to him and asked him, Brahman, do you know of any mark by which you can recognize the place where you buried your dinars? When the Brahman heard that, he said, There is a small tree in the wood there. I buried that wealth at its foot. When the king heard that, he said, I will find that wealth and give it back to you, or I will give it to you from my own treasury. Do not commit suicide, Brahman. After saying this, and so diverting the Brahman from his intention of committing suicide, the king entrusted him to the care of the merchant, and retired to his palace. He pretended to have a headache, and sending out the doorkeeper, he summoned all the physicians in the city by proclamation with beat of drum, and he took aside every single one of them and questioned him privately in the following words. What patients have you here, and how many? And what medicine have you prescribed for each? And they thereupon, one by one, answered all the king's questions. Then one among the physicians, when his turn came to be questioned, said this, The merchant, Matridata, has been out of sorts, O king, and this is the second day that I have prescribed for him Nagabala. When the king heard that, he sent for the merchant, and said to him, Tell me, who fetched you the Nagabala? The merchant said, My servant, your highness. When the king got this answer from the merchant, 
he quickly summoned the servant and said to him give up that treasure belonging to a brahman consisting of a store of dinars which you found when you were digging at the foot of a tree for nagabala when the king said this to him the servant was frightened and confessed immediately and bringing those dinars left them there so the king for his part summoned the brahman and gave him who had been fasting in the meanwhile his dinars lost and found again like a second soul external to his body End of section 28 Recording by Mullane